0: And once again, so easy. Search Ufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit ufyofficialcom slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Right. You don't like whiskey. You don't You don't love it. You know who loves it? Me. Right. Who drinks it at fucking 8 a.m. on a plane. Yes. To go disappear. I love whiskey. You don't fucking love it. You're flirting with it. You're finger whiskey. I raw dog whiskey and come inside it and hope to get it pregnant. 100%. You
1: you get HPV from whiskey. And I want it. And you want it. And That's I want the difference. It. And I
0: want it because I know now we're committed. And that now that we both have HPV, we're going to have to have that conversation with other drinks. That's the... <laughs> yes. Attention all cheese eaters. Tops Off World Tour kicks off November 15th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, Nashville, Little Rock, Springfield, Philadelphia, Norfolk, Winston-Salem, Fairfax, Roanoke, Rochester, Worcester, Newark, Providence, and Albany, New York, December 10th. God damn, my skin's gone sideways. Your skin, you look, skin looks good. I feel good. Yeah. I feel good. My yeah. daughter doesn't like my my I lost weight in my face. Uh, yeah, and, and my daughter doesn't like it.
1: See, the thing is with you, anytime you lose weight, people are like, his liver's gone. <laughs> they're like, they're like he's diseased. You it's know? It's the exact opposite, sadly.
0: I, I know. That's the thing. It's like they just um with you know do you remember when chandler got fat on friends yes that was liver that was liver that yeah. was liver that was yeah. him you when your liver goes you get bloated yeah so oh, that yeah, that's so much I mean that's what happens yeah how about the fucking guy from smash mouth dying
1: did he die from, I, from liver failure I saw yesterday that he was had they said days left but now oh, he's dead no,
0: he's dead fuck a party with him you want to hear a cool yes. fucking moment I was in Connecticut. I was doing the fucking thing. I'm sure it was Hartford, Funny Bone. Yeah, Standard what else could was, be? Yeah. I mean, I thought that town would be different when I first heard of it. And then yeah. I went there.
1: Yeah, I was like, I know when I first went there, they were like, oh, this is where Mark Twain grew up. I was like, not recently. I mean, this Mark Twain, I don't think he would have decided to grow up here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he ran to the closest river I was like get me the
1: fuck, fuck out. out of here dude I was like oh yeah I've never seen yeah like a historical American's house like that just right next to a check cashing place
0: <laughs> as soon as I heard Aaron Hernandez grew up there I was like that makes, that sense. makes, more sense. That makes total fucking yeah. sense
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, I was Mark. yeah he like wrote all these poems and shit Mark Twain because he couldn't go outside of his house because he would be shot yeah, Puerto Ricans even then <laughs> I know I know I know, Jasmine, my girl. She was like, oh, I have family in Hartford. I was like, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was doing a show there, and so was Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh, right. R.I.P. This is 12 years ago. Okay. This is 12 years ago, and uh, and there was a fire alarm in the middle of the night, and so I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and And by the way, I had a flight the next day, mm-hmm. and I was like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some rest. One of the few times I was like, I'm gonna tap out, right. get some rest. Fire alarm goes off, everyone's in the front, like standing in the parking lot. And and dude from Smash Mouth comes up, and he's like, Steve, and he's like, yo, what's up? I was like, hey, and he goes, Smash Mouth. And I was like, oh yeah. yeah. He was like, dude, I'm a fan. And I was like, oh, thanks. And by the way, I was just doing Travel Channel then. But right. I think we had worked on a TV show together, right. sidebar. right? And he's like, uh, you wanna go to the bar after this? I was like, fuck yeah nice so me and him both to the bar and he's like there's a wedding here i was like yeah he's like you want to crash it i was like you think we can he was like uh, yeah yeah he's like you're on tv i'm the lead singer of smash mouth i'm pretty sure we can yeah so some of the guys came over and we crashed a wedding <laughs> we were in our pajamas yeah <laughs> And we partied <laughs> until like fucking four in the morning with this wedding fucking <laughs> rolled straight from the airport out of this wedding and that night some girl pulled me aside and goes have you heard of instagram and I said, no. She said, you need to be on Instagram. And I signed up for Instagram that night. Wow. And yeah, and my first picture of, on Instagram was me and him at a wedding. <laughs> really? In yeah. Hartford? In Hartford. It was me and him. <laughs> yeah,
1: you guys were the only white people there.
0: <laughs> you know, one guy was covered. It's funny, the dudes that I remember, I remember the people that I met that night. Yeah. Because it was all the first people I followed. So I, only there was, I, there was the only people I knew on Instagram. But uh, he, uh, it sucks when you hear about someone having liver failure. Because I'm, this is like, no joke. This is like my third person I've heard of liver failure with. Right. And it comes out of
1: nowhere, liver. It doesn't come out of nowhere, but it's not like, you know, the guy from Smash Mouth, you know, he he was fine yeah. What probably three months ago. And then, boom, they're like, it's gone. Apparently,
0: with him, not. With him, oh. he had a lot of health issues. Oh, he did. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I think there's a bunch of canaries that show up in that mine first. Right. Dude, my fraternity during COVID just— Chick leaves him and he's like, fuck this. Right. Drink when you wake up. That's the key. You don't give yourself any recovery. Yeah, right. And that's, I guess. Yeah,
1: recovery is everything. I mean, I think like now I'm I'm 39 now. So now it's like I'm at a point where I'm like, I work out. I do it. But I'm like, you got to have days to recover. Even my eating, like I'm into like the intermittent fasting. And it's not even so much like losing weight or whatever. It's just like, I know that I was eating like every three hours for 30 years. It's like, you can't do that. You have to give your gut breaks yeah. just like you got to give
0: your liver breaks. They say that, that you know, look, I, you know, part of me is really glad I'm friends with Joe because you hear all the stuff. First. Oh, yeah. Like you, you're the first person. But when you're the first person to hear shit, it's like with the vaccines, like Joe's the first person being right. like, don't get vaccinated now. I kind of wish I hadn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I got like doctors. I have a couple of friends who are doctors who are like, you know, we're very like ve- vaccine guys, very h- serious about health. It's not even with a Republican Democrat, yeah. they're in the middle. They're like, hell, they all, mo- two guys have been like, do not get any more boosters. If they come out and start mandating that stuff, do not, do not, do yeah. not get it. The only problems we see with young people are heart-related issues from too many boosters. Oh, That's dude. all. He's like, so... And he's, again, not a guy. He's not a conspiracy guy. I know he's a regular guy, doesn't listen to podcasts. He's like, I'm just a doctor. I'm telling you, I see people coming in with heart defects that were relatively healthy. The only thing that they have in common is three or four boosters. I got all of them yeah I just went crazy i
0: got yeah i got them. Go, I, I had to speak spanish to get one of them really like, yeah fucking yeah going in like oh yeah, yeah yeah. i had a mask on and everything listen, i was like oh, oh the thing me. the rules
1: don't really apply to you go hard or go home that's how you yeah. are you go hard or go you're home. gonna
0: die one day here's that the,
1: you can't stop that you cannot stop that and the thing is with you is i just worry if you just stop things cold turkey that's when your body turns around and goes what Oh, IDOS meal.
0: Yeah. That's that's
1: what's gonna happen.
0: My body, you my gotta, body has a such a you know, it's it's crazy. I stopped drinking for five days and I lost like 14 pounds in five days. <laughs> that,
1: that's pretty fucking nuts. That's pretty nuts. Um wow. <laughs> my, that's bl- wild. my blood
0: pressure dropped so low they had to change my medication. Oh my god. Like, All right, man. It's like you stop drinking so
1: much, you like you turn you're like a you, you turn into like a you're like a Native American woman
0: now. Like you change genders, you change races. Like you're not actually this guy. I wonder, like uh, I wonder, you know, everyone, I, I, it's up my ass. Everyone's there's not a human I've met that hasn't said like you need to quit drinking forever. Like that's the mandate, right? And I'm like, like Huberman was here with me and Tom. We were sure. doing a podcast. Yeah and he's like you need to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like is that like when okay you are you are let's go to your expertise. You are a uh clinical physical therapist. Yes. So what okay so what is the what is the fucking goal with exercise and fitness and weight loss? Like do, do you want to be Ben Greenfeld or Peter Atia, like where you're jacked and ripped right. and you have such a regimented schedule. Do you want to be Jocko, where you sleep three and a half hours every day and you do morning salutations and get up and you go, or I don't know what he does, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Where you have such a regimented schedule. Do you want that? Or the other side, Stanhope, right? Who probably gets probably restful sleep. I think he eats pills to sleep. Sure. And so, and like-
1: I mean, a guy so, lives in a bus in the desert in Arizona.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know so like, so he's the opposite yeah, yeah so what's the fucking like i i don't want to be one of those guys i never want to be one of those guys that goes hey I, I i i run into these fucking cunts in hollywood all the time mm-hmm. well I, I love my whiskey and then you're like do you and they're like moo yeah and then you have a drink of whiskey with them and they don't finish it yeah and you go hey you don't love your whiskey man no you don't you just that's a brand for you you heard that men like whiskey, so now you have whiskey next to you. Right. You don't like whiskey. You don't. You don't love it. You know who loves it? Me. Right. Who drinks it at fucking eight AM on a plane? Yes. To go disappear. I love whiskey. You don't fucking love it. You're flirting with it. You're finger fucking whiskey. I raw dog whiskey and come inside it and hope to get it pregnant. Hundred percent. You you get HPV from whiskey. And I want it. And you
1: want it. And That's want the difference. It. And I
0: want it because I know now we're committed. And that now that we both have HPV, we're going to have to have that conversation with other drinks. That's the. Th-
1: <laughs> yes. And I think the
0: thing, too, is you love something. You're passionate about it. I love everything. Yeah. Why the fuck? I don't like people who don't say they. F- I don't like people who who use love flippantly. Like I love that. Like when I hang up with Rogan, I say I love you every time on the phone to him. Sure, I do, and he does to me, and we do it because that guy changed my fucking life. Sure, I mean that guy means so much to me that he. I'm a ride or die for him. When he got in trouble for the thing, I fucking first thing I do is I put a post. I say it to my friends. I mean it to my friends. I say it to my wife. I mean it to my wife, and I mean it to alcohol. Like I love alcohol. I love marijuana. I love cigars. I love working out. I do, but like. So
1: then why would you stop any of you? Lo- it's your life to live. The yeah. thing is, it's like with people like everything's any everything, you know, nothing in excess, everything in moderation. Right. That's the. Th- so it's like everything is poison or medicine. It does. It just depends on the dosage. So it's like you, it, you, if your numbers are healthy, if everything's yeah. healthy and you said your blood pressure's down, your cholesterol is down, you're feeling good, you're feeling healthy, then do what you got to do. I mean, doctors are going to tell you. But it's like, what do you want? Do you want to live another ten years and deprive yourself of something you love, no, or would you I rather don't. just go out hard, doing what you love, living life to the fullest? Yeah. Nobody wants, you know, like well, I want,
0: to, I don't want to be the dude. I don't want to be Steve Harwell. Who's I, that? The guy from Oh Samantha. Smash Mouth. Yeah. I don't want to be him. Who at fifty six, they're like, "Yo, we're gonna put you in hospice. You fucked up." But there's,
1: but you you would have indicators that
0: that's happening. I would. I, I would. I definitely would. I think. I think at this point in my life you know um i i i i think you would i i would hope you would i i don't know you know like i i sometimes i i don't i, I cuz i i'm like i'm i'm going to get a full i have got a full body scan where you do the lungs yeah. and the all the organs and and you go and like uh they found a lump on my kidney and i was okay. like and i was freaked out and they're like oh, it's it's i think you've had it your whole life it's been there it, we've right. noticed it before but they're like start, it's a bottle cap yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they but they're like, do you? how fast do you drink <laughs> i don't know man birdie boy's a different speed <laughs> like what's your thing like what's like what's the thing that's going to put you in the grave early
1: uh cake i would say <laughs> sweets muffin i would say for real t- toasted chocolate muffins with butter that's mostly what's going to put me i am a guy the way you love alcohol is i love cakes and sweets and i there's arguments he made what I, My drug is worse than yours. Alcohol has got a bad, you know, it can cause problems. As long as you're not operating heavy machinery, it's like I might be getting more damage done. Diabetes might kill me faster than alcohol would kill you. It's possible. So I try to limit it now. And I only try to do it on Saturdays. Saturdays are for the sweets. That's like my mantra. I just but but on at 8 a.m., on Saturday mornings, typically what I try to do is get a good workout in, go as hard as I can. The best workout of the week I try is Saturdays. And then my girl, Jazz, at home knows she will have three chocolate chip muffins toasted with butter w- butter waiting for me to from the gym. And I eat those things The kids don't get them. It's my time to eat the muffins and I eat them and I get spiritual with them. And obviously then I have to nap after that. And get, you know, I've had to get in, in since I started doing the Saturdays for the sweets, I've had to get two teeth removed because of the cavities that have co- because I'm just I am hitting it. I'm hitting my body with a thousand grams of sugar in 15 minutes. Oh, uh, go! But then I try to limit it. But then I don't do it again until Saturday. So what? I, but as opposed to what I used to be doing was every single day I had dessert with every meal: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'd have some type of sweet. Cakes, cannolis, muffins, addicted to the sugar, like you can't imagine. Really. And I was like, I have to stop this. And so that's but but so I limit everything with me now is I live the same life, except I have little windows of when I eat it, and then windows when I'm not. And then windows of being not eating and drinking, you know, just having water and black coffee, exercise, and then the windows when I eat, I go hard. I and and that's how it is, and so and I've lost like forty pounds doing it this way, and all my numbers have come down, and I'm like, this is sustainable to do it this way. With drinking, I know it's different because you do it at night, you do it after shows, it's a different thing.
0: But you know what? With drinking, there's a there's a it's it's a little bit of a it, it you need, it's less than sweets because I, I would say that like I have a thing when I have like especially if I have my when the my mouse watering. When I do nice. sheet cakes and there's a lot of icing on the top sure. and it gets on the roof of your mouth and your mouth tingles yeah. and your eyes go back in your head yeah. like a shark yeah. and you start biting onto the table because you get confused. Yeah. Like I fucking love it. And alcohol doesn't give me that. Like it doesn't, alcohol gives me, alcohol gives me like a. Tss. Right. But you know, I don't, and I've been trying to quantify my happiness journal, I write in it. Things right. that make me happy, things that don't make me happy. One of the things that I'm doing right now, I'm focusing just on alcohol. Like what makes me happy about alcohol? Um, the thing that doesn't make me ha- happy about alcohol is the um, I wonder if you feel this way about sweets is the um, ownership it has over me at times when I when I when I'm not drinking that I I realize I don't need to drink. Like I'll give you an example. Dane Cook had a, a premiere okay, and a, for a movie or a TV sh- or a th- thing, and he invited us and we went and they and I wasn't drinking. I'm not drinking right now. And they had an open bar. And But it closed as soon as the doors closed. We had to sit in there. Now, if I was drinking, that would fuck me up. Because I go, how many drinks do I get? Do I get Lee? I'm going to make Leanne get two. I'm going to get two so I can drink throughout this. Mm-hmm. But when you're not drinking, I actually don't even think of it. I just go, let's go watch a movie. But if I'm drinking, I go, I want I want to have drinks. Through. I want to enjoy this. I'm going to have drinks throughout it. Right. But when I'm not drinking, that's cut off. Went to dinner with my daughter and my wife and my other daughter the other night. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not drinking, so I didn't think a- about whether they were serving alcohol, what time cut off. I didn't right. think about any of that. Right. And I also didn't think I'm going to go downstairs. And I, was, I was thinking, I was wondering, I wonder if I should get high before dinner because I want to have a steak. I'd love to get a steak yeah. and get high. But I didn't have time to get high, so I didn't think. I didn't go, well, It's not, I don't have time. It's fine. I won't. Right. I won't. But if I was drinking, I would have been like, I would have gotten dressed. They were all getting dressed. I know I was sitting in the room. I was like, I'm going to go down to the bar downstairs have a martini. I, I would have done that. So in a weird way, you're a slave to the alcohol. Right.
1: I think that it seems like to both of us, similarly, alcohol and sweets, it's like a form of resistance, too. Like it's resist. I would put like same thing with like women, guys, people do with women or, you know, having sex. It's like it's all resistance. It's all me putting my time and energy into food, into girls, into everything else, because I don't want to do the actual work on myself. I don't want to write. I don't want to get better. I don't want to deal with this. So you have all these resistance things up. So I'm not saying, you know, we're conquering it, but like even you, the power of not drinking for five days. I mean, think about how crazy that is with how much, you know, like you said, control. Sometimes you give it five days is huge. What was the catalyst for five days ago? What
0: was there something? It wasn't even five days. I haven't had, I haven't had sugar, alcohol, diet drinks i've had a carb i haven't had a carb you look in phenomenal 35 days
1: what's and it, it was there a, a wake-up call or was it just no. said i just don't want to do this Were you I was, like i was
0: on fully loaded and i was like i right. was going way too hard and uh and i was and i I, st- I stood on the scale i always stand on the scale quick i do a quick one with my hands on the thing yeah. and judge where it is And if I like where it looks with my hands and I let go, but if I don't like where I got, it was so bad. I switched it over to kilograms. Really? (laughs) And I was like, I was like, I don't even want to know in pounds. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I can do kilograms. That's not that bad. And I was like, cool. And I don't know, whatever it was, I'm going to guess 228 kilograms. And I was like, 128, 128. I was like, not bad, not bad. Yeah. And then I started doing the math and I was like, I think that's 270 pounds. And then I was like, fuck. Right. And then I didn't. I just like I'm gonna keep it in kilograms, and then I w- and then I d- I saw on my phone it translated over to pounds and it was 270 and mm-hmm. I was like fuck I have the withing scale yeah and I was like motherfucker 270 is the fattest I've ever been right and I had had Matt Mitrion one time told me I was 270 pounds and I told him he was wrong and he goes buddy I'm looking at you right you're 270 pounds right and I go I'm 263 and he goes did you get on the scale today right. there have been times you didn't get on the scale that's when you're 270 or 270 right now. And I thought thought he was out of his fucking mind. And there I was 270. I was like, that's it. I will not be the guy who's 270 pounds. I started a cleanse that day. Good. And then and then I've just and then I decided I talked to my doctor about ketosis. And I have two people, Rogan, no namely, and um and I've been in ketosis. I haven't had a sugar. There's a thing called the seventy five hard. Have you heard of it? No. Can you pull up seventy five hard?
1: No, I've only heard of the band the nineteen seventy five. Dude, my favorite band of all time. I love them. You know well, that guy's
0: dating Taylor Swift? I no. was going
1: to say, well, him dating Taylor Swift was more than me but yeah uh yeah.
0: uh hold on yeah hold on yeah <laughs> i never heard of the 1975 but i was born in 1972 whoa yeah there you go my sister was born in 1975 yeah i got i i start i downloaded their fucking album because of you really and do I you like you their what, music no i haven't listened to it okay <laughs> i just downloaded it <laughs> you're yeah. like Smash it. Mouth. well no i i downloaded <laughs> it cuz i was like <laughs> i was like fuck yeah 1975 cuz the guy did the guy wasn't this a fan if this of was
1: my book i would put one nine in front of the seventy five, and then makes me after it. The nineteen seventy five <laughs> makes me hard. <laughs> that would be my book. The, the uh, so the seventy five tactical guide to winning the war with yourself. Is this about diet or is this about
0: mind? This
1: is about mentality. Got I'm, good legs. Thank you. You always man. have. By thank the way, you. you so by much. the way, you never. Even when you were two seventy, I would say you were proportionate. Two seventy. No one's ever looked at Bert and said he's fat. People have been like he's a big guy. He likes to party. likes to live life. I would but say. Rachel, I'm sorry, Rachel. Were you laughing?
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Rachel. Go, yeah. <sighs> well, no. you know what, Rachel? You're fat. <laughs> <laughs> no. Rachel, Rachel's Rachel's Instagram is Salami Body, and I sat with my daughters uh, trying to figure out how you got Salami Body. Yes. Uh, oh, oh okay.
1: By um, the way, that would be the great Instagram name for you, Salami Body. <laughs> Rachel. No, uh it, it, you're you're very proportionate. Oh, and I would you. always say, like, you look like a kind of guy who's enjoying the experience. That's what I would con- describe your weight as. He's enjoying the experience. I love. Where some people look genuinely fat. Like, you're a fucking slob fat. I've been there before. I've felt, I've looked. I f- never thought you were fat. No, Even no, Even no, when but you, you said you were fat, I, no, fat. I never thought babe, you were fat. but w- you know what it is. When you, the thing would happen with me is the problem with me is, see, you, you take your shirt off. We know what we're going to get, we know we're going to get a big burly guy. Yeah. You know, it's going to have a beer gut, but you look like a man. You're a fucking man, dude. You're like, just, we get it right with me. Problems would, the problem would be women or, or guys, whatever. Be like, Oh dude, you must be so jacked. And then I take off my shirt and my tits are going right and left. I have a sloppy body. I've told you this before. I took off my shirt once in an audition and a casting director <laughs> said, he went like this. I took it off and he goes, Wow. And I was like, it's not good. Right. He goes, it's not good. And, and I was like, uh, and he was like, here's the thing. I'm not body shaming you. The reason why it's not good is because you're just not castable at all. He's like, because you have because le- he goes, you have leading man face, best friend body. So he was like, you got the body of the best friend, but the face, of the leading man. So no, you, you're going to either have to match. You're going to have to either get really fat and go full best friend or you're going to have to try to get ripped. And then, you know, of course, I left that place was like, I'm going to get ripped. This is the start of it all. And I went to McDonald's, you know, and I I had a Butterfinger McFlurry. And I think I ate part of it with my hands on the F train going home because I used to let food dictate my food and the feelings. And now with the separate with the fasting, with going long, sometimes I'll go like a 24 hour fast. I've done all the way up to 48, which I know, guys, have done 72, 96. But for me, 48 is a long time.
0: 48 uh, is a very long time 48 hours is a long
1: time because i'm like i can do this and now when i don't eat for 16 to 18 hours i'm like i'm really not hungry i once i found out i think it was uh you know i love dr peter atia he's the
0: one he's, he's all, a fucking gangster he, dude all he had to say is that he swam from maui to fucking the big island yes that's it i yeah. listen to every dude if you can do the shit that guy's done, I'll listen to everything you say. I heard that like eight years ago, and yeah. I still listen to that dude. He's,
1: he's and he's all over this. Uh, the fasting app I use is called Zero Intermittent Fasting
0: App. I'm downloading it right now. Dr.
1: Peter Attia is all over that. He's, I you know, a lot of people found out through podcasts and all that or his books, but mine was the fasting app. And it was like all this literature and all this stuff about like timing your fast and what it does. And it like, it just changed everything from it's my mental Zero state. Zero what? Zero Fasting App, Z-E-R-O. Fierce fast, fast, and health tracker. Yep, that's it. That's it. Um, and I found it because you know I sometimes I think like the universe just like opens for you. So similar to you when you yeah. got on the scale and you said two seventy, you know, and and that made you upset. I was doing a podcast last year. We were doing it in Vegas from my hotel, room. it was me and Andrew Santino was the guest, and we had a wig in the in the room, and, and for I know somebody like left a wig there, and so I put the wig on right, and I had wig and and glasses. And, and I was like, you know, like I'm sitting there and like, my neck was like up a little bit and Santino was like, dude, he goes, you look like a fat Howard Stern right now. And I was like, what? He was like, you look like a fat Howard Stern. I was like, I was like, I'll get on the scale right now. Let's see how much I weigh. Like just being like, yeah. cause I didn't weigh my, I didn't never thought of it. Like you're just living life. You, yeah. you're not thinking that anything's happening. And then, and then he, we get on the scale and I was 253 pounds where I with my whole life had been like, you know, 200s, whatever and 253 and then so you know as we type do in
0: fat chris stefano we type do in fat chris stefano
1: yeah or f- type in fat howard stern type in chris stefano fat howard keep stern. Going, keep that's going. what we named the episode and um so he he goes uh so we're f- you know as we are as comics we're just laughing about it laughing joking and, and and honestly we had a great episode like we were dying laughing i was even leaning into the f- i was like whatever i don't care then i'm in the shower that day, getting ready for the show, I had, I had a show that night, getting ready, and all of I was thinking about, you know, my day, like reflect, going over the bits, bawling, crying, like really? something where it was like, oh no, this is not okay with me, like bawling, like I couldn't stop it. And Jasmine right. was there, my girl, and she was like, "Are you okay?" And there, I was like, "I'm just crying because I Shampooing missed the kids." In my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I miss the kids," and and you know, and she was like, "Me too." And then she she was like, "I'll come in there." I was like, "Don't you come in here?" No. And, you know, and, and so, and so crying. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And then I held that and didn't tell anybody even about that. And then when we were on the plane coming home. Jazz was like, what's wrong? Like, what? <laughs> you
2: <a> seatbelt extender. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I was like, Andrew said, I look like a fat Owen's oh, and he's right.
1: <laughs> and she was like, she was like, Chris, yeah. I was like, did I put on weight? I was like, you need to like be honest with me. She's like, yes, but you still look like a guy and like you're a man and, you know, like you're, I, who cares about that? And I was like, you
0: oh know. my and, God.
1: Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Wait, I that, do.
0: That really is you.
1: That is me. I was like, I do. You do look like <laughs> <That's> <laughs> No, it's sorry. It was a money. It was an excellent call by Santino. Dude, it's
0: amazing how.
1: But then I changed. I in the Zero Fasting app. So I, I didn't even say any. I must have been saying things out loud or whatever. And then I saw. An ad for I didn't even see an ad for Zero Fasting App. Elon Musk. I was on Twitter scrolling on Twitter and I saw Elon Musk tweeted. It was not an ad. He goes, "Anybody looking to lose weight? I tried this fasting app, Zero Fasting App. It really works great." And he must know Peter Atieno and that crew from Austin. But he, it was not an ad. It was just like he didn't even put the link. He was like, "This is just to help people." And I was like, "I'm getting that and committing to it right now." And then I did it and I started it. And then you know what happened about three weeks into the fasting, not like necessarily the weight was coming off, like maybe I lost three pounds, four pounds, but my mind chemistry started to change. And then I started to automatically start to think about without, I mean, without even thinking about it, I started to put my life into our time blocks, get like organized. And each block of my day would be something for like productivity. And then the number one thing I did is I got completely off social media. I paid and gave the keys of to all of it to this one of my friends yeah. my guy we call him Lance a Lot he runs my social media and and you know even my manager at, was saying even jazz was like yeah but you're just going to what if he decides what if he tweets something what if he posts something so i said what? all that stuff is worth it to me i don't that is it's poisoning me that's keeping me sick i know we need it for our career but i don't care about it at all anymore I'll send him the videos. I'll send him the posts. Even if that means I sell less tickets, I'll be happier as a person. And that's been a year now, and I'm down like 40 pounds. Haven't signed into the social media once. My career is fine. It's you know, it's 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 it's, it's, doing it's, pretty it's good. where it's okay. It's doing pretty good. Are you kidding? It, it, it's like maybe if I had to sell, maybe maybe if I was on it more, I'd have a few more tickets sold. But I'm like, I don't care because for me now, life. What happened is, is all that's my life started to become more balanced. Like I only look at tickets and all that stuff and money as one aspect of my life if if it used to be if you're selling more tickets or making more money i would devalue myself as a human being and glorify you as a human being you must be better than me overall where now i don't think about that now i think about like you know there's things that you and i are better at than lebron james he has more money and is you know i I
0: thought about that the other day at metallica yeah yeah there are we are it's uh yeah, that, not
1: many things that we're better at than LeBron James, but I'm just saying there's got to be something.
0: Loud. Hun- yeah, yeah. I've, you ever seen the the memes of LeBron reading? <laughs> yeah, he's always at the first four pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does a picture of him reading. Who does that? Who <laughs> <laughs> does that? He does that. <laughs> Digging into this new book, and he's on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah, but you know I, what I mean. Like not everything. Oh my God.
1: You know what's going to be great about you is I'm almost guaranteeing this: you're going to die laughing,
0: <laughs>
1: which is. But at an old ripe age, like you're going to live yeah. a full life, and then the, the, your last breaths will be in that laugh, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Borderline, uh, it'll be in a mental institution, but it, it will, it will, it, it is that as you're, you're got uh, such positive, good energy that I know that that's what'll happen. Is uh, you're going to die in a laugh, and that'll be a beautiful, beautiful thing, and then the fight over your estate will begin.
0: I've been laughing. <laughs> I've been laughing a lot good, lately. Good. I hope that my death—I have a laugh that I get that I'm only my daughters and my wife can give me. Right. And it's a defeated. I. You guys are fucking with me so hard, I can't get a word in, and I can't catch my breath. Laugh. Yeah. I hope I die on that laugh. I hope that's yeah. my laugh. It. Fucking. Ugh.
1: You'd be the guy like in like a war. Like if we captured, if I was on the opposite side and we captured you, I'd be like, I can't fucking kill this guy. This guy's the man. I often think I have that ability. You would, you do. You if somebody if somebody killed you, like yeah. if, if if I found out if I was like you know if you're fighting if like uh, we're fighting you know
0: <laughs> I've already done the visual in my head. So we, me, and you are in World War II, right? right? And I'm you Nazi. see them kill me, right. and, then, <laughs> and and then you come back to the cell, and you're like, wait, 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 did someone kill the fucking fat guy? Yeah. Oh
1: fuck. I'd be so furious and then whoever did that, I'd fucking kill them for sure and then I'd bury them with you.
0: <laughs> Do you ever watch those old Nazi movies and sometimes empathize with the Nazis? Um, I don't <laughs> want to say I empathize with them. I if I'm just being
1: completely honest with you, I love and adore their uniforms. Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss. Girl. They had Hugo Boss uniforms driving Mercedes-Benz trucks. Yeah. I mean, literally there had to be some American soldiers being like, I mean, I don't really want to blow up this truck, man. I mean, this is <laughs> nice. I'd like to get that back, you know, because yes, I, I, I don't emphasize, you know, emphasize, uh, I don't empathize with them, but I do think that they, m- most, most of America's end, like the British red coats, colonial yeah. America, gorgeous uniforms oh, yeah. in a red coat. You're marching down with a fully buttoned red coat and that beautiful hat and a bayonet. And you want me to kill you? I can't.
0: not I Ooh. like fashion. Type in prettiest, prettiest army uniforms. You're going to see. I bet there's some fucking, I bet like, I bet right now going on, there's like Luxembourg has sick out. Oh yeah. Greece has fucking crazy outfits. They
1: come in, they would fight, they fight in like dresses. There we go. Yes. The old school. Wow. See, it's, isn't it interesting too? Like back in the day, the idea of a man like a, a a manly man like George Washington would be wearing tights and high heels and going to fight in battle. That's yeah. how they wore it, with with nice with a dress go. Yeah. They're dressed they're dressing like a like a they were dressing like a female CEO. Yeah. It's interesting how times have just changed. Look at,
0: how, look at that fucking deep V neck for the what army is that? That's got to be like Trinidad or something.
1: Dude, how about this? I did a gig for the US Navy uh last week. Doing gigs for the military, by the way, is something that like I love. I just started doing them. And I'm really? like, I want to do these. First of all, the the, the, the army, the army, uh, the Navy, the, the, our armed forces that we send to war, yeah. they're legit children. Like 18, oh, yeah. 19, 20, 21 year old fucking kids that go to war. And I'm like, I knew that, but I never was around it. And to kind of be able, because again, I'm not going to go to war. I'm not going to, what am I going to do with the war effort? I fucking have all these creams and eczemas and I... You know, like asthma is attacks. Is
0: that a cupcake in your bunk locker, yeah. Sergeant? <laughs> <Your> <laughs> yeah. Sergeant yeah. It is, sir. Oh, you're going to eat it while they yeah. do push-ups. Yeah. Enjoy it, fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. I always think like when I see like old war movies, like colonial army movies, I would be the drummer in the back and just get decapitated yeah. with a cannonball. Like, you know, I'd be keeping the morale of the troops, trying to make them laugh. But when I saw these kids, I was like, holy shit. And all they do is listen to podcasts. Like when they oh, go yeah. on the U.S., when they go on the aircraft carriers, they're going to South China Sea. They're like, all we do is listen to podcasts. And I was like, and it was one of those gigs where, you know, I know you've been there before where I, they, they you know, comedy is hard enough, right? When we got the gig, they said this is for the U.S. Navy. There's no negotiating with the contract. They don't negotiate with terrorists. We're comedians. So they said, this is this. You take this or leave this, you little yeah. shit. Show is outside. At high noon, 5,000 soldiers, no cursing, no sex jokes, no talking about the government. One hour, high noon, that's what you'll do. I bet I could do it. In the, in the heat, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: No well, sex jokes?
1: I, you could do it. No cursing, no, no cursing. talking about the government. No talking about the enemies, nothing. So I go, I said, I'm just going to do this. I said, I got big shows coming up. If, you know, I want to be a comedian you take any gig right yeah, like yeah. do it just fucking do it get through it i taken two months off of the road in the summer i said get back out there and do it the money yeah. was good enough where i said just do it when i as soon as i got there i kind of feeling them out i was like oh this isn't even about the money like just being able to give back to these kids that this is the only way i can give back to the military I'm
0: t- by the way i you I, this is for anyone listening you're probably like going like you're 35 you're like yeah yeah are you're young go look at Go, go into an airport and see there's a certain time of year that they all start going to training camp. Yeah. I run into them at the airport often. Yeah. They are, and I mean this res- with respect, pimple faced children. Yes. They are children. Like they are 18, 19 years old, 20 years old, 22 years old. Yeah. They are young. I mean, we I, I'll see them like I forget where we were, maybe like Alaska. You go to certain places in the country yeah. where they're where they're shipping out or they're going yeah. to boot camp. And you'll see them, and they're children, and they'll come up, and they'll be like, "The like I forget where I saw a ton. I was with Leanne, yeah, and I was so astounded at how young they were. Now, granted, I'm older than a lot of the people. I, mean, I think I'd be de- decommissioned by now. Yeah, yeah. Like 50, no one's fifty in the military.
1: No, no, I don't even think like leaders are. I think they. You wouldn't even be. Yeah, yeah you'd be out.
0: I'd still. Be, I'd be out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so. I go, you know, I'm saying all these t- shows, I'm going to do it. I actually called Colin Quinn for He's advice. He's a
0: lot of, I love man, you, you, no, I don't mean this like, but I'm so, uh, I, jealous is the right word, but like very jealous of the relationship you have with Colin Quinn. Because <laughs> you guys are, are really tight. Yeah. And you guys, and like he has, he did take yeah. you like as a mentor and he is such fucking legend even if he heard this he'd make fun of me right now But we love everyone loves colin so much
1: no colin is yeah yeah he's awesome and he's always been and and he was like the thing is like a lot of times like you know when you ask like a comedian for advice or like you know the the old school they always like abuse you and make fun of you and all that and then give you the advice so colin though for this call he was like let me tell you something he was like don't ever forget that you're in charge there okay that you're the comedian you're the professional you be on your toes it's for the Navy, their young kids, you just be fun, be excited, they're gonna follow your energy, don't worry about that it's outside, don't worry about you can't curse, use it. everything in, in this life, use as a challenge, use as an opportunity to make you better. You know, he was like, you used to tell me all the time when my dad, when I was playing basketball and I, my dad would want me to get my left hand, you know, be better with my left hand, he would tie my right hand behind my back, like, yeah. do he was like, think of it like that, this is practice, they've taken, get through it, right? So I said, okay, great. So I went in there confident. We go out there. It's crazy. It's in like, you know, a parking lot, thousands of, of people. Where is it? San Diego. Right, right next to the big aircraft carrier, the USS Lincoln. So there, so, so, so. We're there, I'm like, holy shit, there's a band on before me, like a Southern, like dope band called, I think they were called Steel and Wool, and they were crushed. I mean, k- these kids are line dancing, they're having like the best fucking time ever, you know? Yeah. Like, it was wild, right? Where I was like, it almost felt like you were in the deep South. Like, I was like, somebody's gonna yell the N word. And, <laughs> and so, and so, and so, and so it was crazy, right? And so, and then they, and then, you know, like after music, comedy after music is, is not, it's tough. It's tough. So then they're like, all right, you know, next guy up, you know, you know, from podcast, whatever, Chris Stefano. So I go up there and I'm looking out and immediately I'm like, this was a bad idea. I'm <laughs> like,
0: I I have too much hair gel in for yeah, this.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is not good. So, but I look out, I'm looking at these kids and I'm like a couple of them, like I could tell, like I knew who I was. I heard a couple of yelling Chrissy's when well, yeah. you yell Chrissy, I'm like, oh, then you following me. So I was like, I got to do it. And I I got my I have my I had my whole 55 minutes planned. I was like, you know, because when you got to stay clean, it's like there's things
0: definitely you definitely highlight what will work.
1: Yes. So I abandoned, you know, my my old stuff. I I, I abandoned my new stuff. I was like, I got to go my old stuff. Some of the stuff I've done on TV already, whatever. So then we're about eight minutes into the show. Microphone goes out, fully goes out, like out like nobody can hear me. So I'm like, holy shit. So I put the microphone cord around my neck, like, cause I was like going to make like, you know, hang yeah. myself joke. And I said, I had this split decision where I said, I know that right now the microphone's not working. I turned around. I said, can we get ba- that back on? And the guy immediately was like, the generator just blew out. We will not have any power for a couple of hours. So I was like, I'm going to have to scream my set. I said, I can't walk, even though I knew in the contract that. This is a problem. Like I could walk off and get all my money right now because it's, this is not my fault. I could be like, I don't perform under these conditions, whatever. But I was like, I can't do it to this military kids. So I was like, I'm going to scream my set. But then I said, because the the wheels fell off already, I was like, I'm also abandoning everything that the contract said. And I said, I'm just going to let some shit rip right now. And we're going to see what happens. Cause the first few minutes went okay. It was like, you know, it was like a neutered version of my comedy. So then I just said, you know what? I'm going to let one rip. Let's see what happens. So I say... I said, oh, they said the generator just ran out of gas. I was like, you know why, right? And some kid was like, why? I was like, because we're sending all the money to Ukraine. And they were like, yeah! And then I swear to God, a few kids started going, fuck Joe Biden! And I was like, holy shit! And then I was like, all right, so now we're letting it rip. And then right away, I was like, look at this guy's pedophile mustache, you fucking creep! And then boom, and then started going. And then I literally had one of the best times I've had in comedy I didn't kill. I will not even try to lie and say that was not it. But it was like the connection with these fucking kids just screaming my set, going crazy. The guy who was like the the rules Nazi who told me a hundred times in my trailer before the show, do not curse, do not disparage the government, do not do this, do not do that. All of us, I saw him laughing. I saw there was one kid that like was saying like that he got off drugs. He went through rehab and the army saved his life. And I was like, how many times did you fucking smoke crack with Hunter Biden? Like, you know, like shit like that, like talking about the president's son. And they were like all going crazy. And then they they told me after the show, they were like, some of these kids that you perform for are going to get deployed and they're going to the South China Sea. And they're going like within 12 to 14 hours. They're not going to be back for. Dude. days and he was like you made him you made them laugh you had a good time we appreciate it and i told my agent after that even though that was a really hard gig i was like get me more shit with the military i was like because you realize like the greater good of comedy like it wasn't about the money i was like even if i violated all the rules of this contract and yeah. you're not going to give me a dollar i wouldn't matter i mean it would matter i would yeah. be like i'll sue you but i <laughs> i i i, I I I meant, like, it really was one of the first times in my career or the first time where it, like, really reinforced, like, what we do. Like, these kids are – I didn't realize that some of them are, like, legitimately, like – because I've performed sometimes for the military, but it's like the National Guard and stuff, which is still cool. But it's like they're not, you know, it's just like some guy like he all, he works the at a bank. Legion. This is like these kids go to war like yeah. you, they these kids that you perform for. They're going to war if they're like the first wave. Oh, so it's yeah. like they will get killed. Some not all those kids. Some of those kids, five years or less, they're dead in war somehow. And I'm like, because, you know, we're always fighting war. The, yeah. When they gave me a tour of the boat, they were like, look, the wars that make the news. It's like he was like it's very similar to any other industry. YouTube there, specials. There's wars that make the news. <laughs>
0: there's uh, Netflix specials in the news. Yeah. Specials. He
1: was like, but there's wars right now we're fighting that they don't make the news. There's proxy wars. There's things that the U.S. government is involved. This, really? We are a war machine. Like it we'll was ex- hear about it
0: in ten years when they're like, yeah. That's
1: why we had an influx of oxycontin. It's just,
0: yes, people going in.
1: You know, like we are like you know like we would learn when we were kids at school about like you know the fucking Mohawk Native Americans, the 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 the, the Mongolians, Genghis Khan, the war. Yeah. Tribe, that's what we are the united states we're the warring tribe so it's like we're the ones sending the kids out all day every day i'm not saying right
0: or wrong but i just saw it firsthand and i was like holy shit i can't imagine i can't imagine military being an option for me no like i when i when i laid out all my plans for life military wasn't even like on the table
1: and you're from florida so like that's a big thing you're Oh yeah, going to the military
0: well ROTC was a big thing yeah a lot of dudes did ROTC a lot of a t- lot of dudes would go do what is it uh not uh what's it when you do it on the weekends
1: I think that's National Guard right
0: is it not yeah my, my cousins in the National Guard my a bunch of dudes went did National Guard so like yeah and then they come back jacked you have to go to boot camp yeah and then you go to National Guard
1: come back shredded
0: shredded yeah
1: dude i i i don't know for me it's like if i'm having a tough time mentally you know being on the road in cleveland in a nice hotel i'm not gonna make it
0: in a bunker i'm having a hard time picking a flight to raleigh yeah because yeah. i'm like there's no sleeper beds yeah now yeah, yeah. Like, should we just fly private
1: yeah maybe you should Raleigh's state capitol. I love a good state capital. Get a picture in front of the capitol.
0: I got really pissy about it because I was like, Cause I'm not drinking and I drink on planes. Yes.
1: Bless you, salami body.
0: And, <laughs> and I said to myself, like, I should, if, and I don't want to drink on the plane. Okay. But it's really tough for me to sit still. Do you have an end date
1: for this or is no. this just in That's perpetuity?
0: The That's the fucked up part is I don't have an end date. Because you um, got to think about how we're going to sustain this. Well, I know I'm drinking on my cruise. Which is When? October twenty seventh. Can you make it to October twenty seventh, dude? I c- I could do the rest of my life without drinking. Right. Survey eat- says that's a lie. I could. I easily. <laughs> I easily. Easily could. I could. The problem I have is not. The real honest problem I have is is genuinely by planes. Planes is where you need to drink on planes. I have a. I have. I have established a very unhealthy relationship with my anxiety and dealing with my anxiety with alcohol Mm -hmm. on planes. Like a very, very, very unhealthy relationship. Okay. So like, I can do an hour. I can do an hour and a half flight. I can do, I can do probably like two and a half hours. When we start getting into six hours, my mind starts spinning out of control. Got it. And I can't. Xanax won't work. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I I, like. I. The thing is, I can measure my buzz or measure my boredom. With alcohol, I can go like, here's a cocktail, and then I'm good, I'm good, mm-hmm. I'm good. That's where I've, re- I've really, honestly, and I, I remember when I first started doing it, and I was like, I bet you're gonna die from the alcohol before you do a plane. So I was uh, like, Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I think statistically would say, yes, higher yes, chance. Way higher chance. We yeah. drink on
1: every fucking flight you've ever been on. Right okay how about this how about this here's a solution when you're exercising i feel like you're also addicted to exercising when you exercise you go what about flying private if it's beautiful to have that option why don't you bring why don't you exercise on the plane when you want to drink
0: if i fly private i don't have to drink oh you you only have to drink on commercial when i'm when i'm on a there's something about not being in control but you're not in control in the private i am i can do whatever the fuck i want you can get behind those those gears i can take a little vape hit pen yeah i can take a little (laughs) i can go walk up front hey how's it looking boys nice right nice, okay nice. so that's what it is yeah yeah i can do whatever i want on that plane i've, I've not drank on private flights i've drank on live, but it's that's the like i don't need i do i'm not like someone who needs alcohol okay i just go You enjoy it i love it so like i will i will drink on my my cruise because i've been looking forward to this so i'm like not gonna not drink on a cruise and fucking go hard as fuck Like, I'm going to go hard on the cruise. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, right? And then... Well, I mean, you don't have to, but you will. Like, I'm doing Red Rocks. I don't need to drink at Red Rocks. Like, no one... Here's the other thing. is like on tour no one sees me really drink like if i right. don't drink no one really notices yeah
1: also your fans and i know you know this but just to say it yeah. out your fans if, if it was best for you to not drink your fans would support that 100 they'll support whatever they they, 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 they love yeah. you not because of your drinking and they love you because I think they love you i think there's a you'll have some dickheads that are like oh, you don't get drunk anymore like, shut
0: up you asswipe there's a there's a there it's it's funny but i was there's a Deion sanders quote that i was listening i reached Reposted on Instagram. Yeah, it was really great. It I love Deion Sanders, dude. The best, he is killing it right now. Yeah, and he said, something Colorado like, coach, like I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, but it's funny. It's it's funny. Like he the, said,
1: he doesn't care. Like what you? He's like, I don't care about your opinion of me. I care about my opinion of me. I yeah. don't care what you think of me. Because think Which about beautiful.
0: Think about what Deion. So like imagine whatever drama you're going through on the internet right mm-hmm. uh, which we've all done it at certain times i think for me if i'm drinking I, i'm a little more aware of it if i'm not drinking i'm a right. little i'm a little disconnected right from it uh, that's one of the positives of right. not drinking and smoking weed is i'm very empathetic so like i read a negative comment in someone else's fucking instagram <laughs> <laughs> about me yeah I was like what the fuck right I was like so oh, how did I get fucking hit on this yeah but I was high in my backyard and I was having a cigar and I thought yeah there's people I don't like for no reason at all yeah like there are there are people I actually dislike yeah for no reason at all and I went yeah that guy that guy I'll give it to them.
1: Well, it's like they're all just a part of the whole. Like an a, yeah. a obnoxious person is just – it's all part of the the whole like pie of life. Like of course there's going to be people that you don't like. There are a percentage of – there's percentages in life everywhere you go. Statistics everywhere yeah. you go. So it's like this idea that like people are – every person's going to like us is ridiculous it's and ridiculous. absurd. yeah. It's of course there's going to be people – that don't like you just like there'll be people that we don't like there those are percentages of our whole for you know obnoxious people people who you know want to take from you people who give to you it's all
0: as i read that negative kind of like fuck Bert. i don't like Bert. all he said all he ever really does is tell the machine story which is is inaccurate it's like i have fucking what six specials like that i don't tell the machine in so right like, part of me is like yeah whatever. but i was high and i went i'll give it to him Okay. And, and, I, and I wouldn't comment on it but I was like yeah they, I feel that f- thing about other people I think so but but marijuana makes me empathetic okay so we're like when I'm high I don't deal when I'm sober I don't deal with like any of the the draw I don't I don't it doesn't register the way right. it does if I'm drinking I'm a little more thinking about that right. Because like, I
1: think when we're drinking, right, like, it, you know, you're, you're paralyzing a lot of your senses and that animalistic part of your brain, that survival part of your brain, that like thump, kill, survive part of your brain comes out more. Yeah. Something that has ha- helped me with social media, like not being on it or very, very seldomly being on it. When, only time when my social media guy's like, hey, you should take a look at this comment or how do I respond to this? Then, you know, I'll, you know, advise on on what I think is best. But I've made it just a wholehearted decision. If I don't know you. I don't let your opinion of me sway me positive or negative. If you're a stranger and I don't know you, including famous people, including I don't know the president of the United States. I don't know Donald Trump. I don't know Elon Musk. I don't know them. So it's like they're when they're portrayed on the media and some I'll see somebody getting so irate about this person. I'm like, you don't know them. You know, a snippet of what was chosen to be
0: shown to you. You don't know this person at all. Did you see Emma Roberts and Bill Clinton? Uh, no. This is crazy. It's crazy. He Fucker? No, no, oh. no. No, he, no. So they're both in like the Hamptons or whatever. Okay. Emma Roberts is Julie Roberts' do- niece. Oh, she's over 18, right? Yes, yeah, Okay, is. good.
1: Because I hope that joke, if she was like 14, I'd be like, here we go.
0: She, <laughs> Yeah, anyway. I, liked, I like, I like, I used to
1: think when I was a kid, I love history. I used to want to bang Joan of Arc. She died when dude. she was like 16. They burnt her. Oh, but I for still real? want
0: to bang her. Yeah, I want to bang the, the depiction of Joan of Arc. I think Joan of Arc is hot as fuck. I like her fucking hair, dude. Dude, me too. She's got a ball, like a sw- sick bowl cut. I forgot you're as, as obsessed with history as I am. Love that. Uh we're gonna pivot in two <laughs> seconds after I tell you what Emma Roberts did. Oh yeah, tell me what Emma Roberts did. Can you can you find so what happened is Bill Clinton is walking into a bookstore okay. that Emma Roberts is walking out of. Okay. She sees this is what it looks like. It looks like she sees the paparazzi, believes they're for her, and goes get the fuck out of the way. What we miss is her saying, "Oh shit, that's Bill Clinton. Let me get the fuck out of the way." Right? She says, "Let me right. get the fuck out of the way." Right. So then everyone's destroying her in the comments. You're nothing. You're a nobody. That's the president of the United, former president of the United States emma roberts is like yo i didn't say that right but it doesn't matter now that now that's news and now that's the truth the truth is but what you think you heard her say right let me get the get the fuck out of the way and it's crazy because i saw it Mm -hmm. and i was sober at the time i saw it and i went i went what the fuck yeah why would she think look 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 so she's like get the fuck out of the way to a black guy that's horrible immediately Right. What she's saying is, let me get the fuck out of the way. The president's in there. It is kind of crazy that Emma Roberts and Bill Clinton are shopping it's in the same bookstore. the Hamptons, store. though. That's yeah. what... But Okay, but let me ask you this. So do you think, though, now, 15 years
1: ago, even 10 years ago, I would say... Like most people would just say what, you know, what a, what a biatch Emma Roberts is, whatever, because they were not thinking that the media lies or they're not thinking that many media manipulates. Yeah. But nowadays, I feel like a much larger percentage of people know what you know, in that if you're seeing something on the news, anything on the news, you have to question, yeah. is that CGI? Is that AI? Has that been doctored? Has that been edited? You know, you have to, because. The media, I think it's well known now that the media, they have to make the news. The news is such a big industry that it used to be whatever the actual news of the day is, is the news. But now the news must be manufactured because of the desire for us as people to consume it and them to make money off it. So they will make news when there is no news. Even the fact of the president president have to have a news conference every week is that's just so he can say something that's stupid in a soundbite so there'll be news on it. And if he says no comment, then that's the news. So they can't get out of their own way. So this whole news machine is, I think, something that has to be like really taken with so much scrutiny. I personally watch the local news the most because I'm like, uh, it's still, I'm sure, manufactured, but it's less. Like, I'm not going to let, I I can't, yes, we're all one, we're all connected, I believe in that, but it's like, I'm not going to let some edited version of what some Ukrainian general said, <laughs> scare me anymore. Cause I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. Maybe we didn't land on the moon. I have no idea I have anymore. No idea. I, I really, gen- does it
0: affect my life that much if we didn't?
1: Yeah. I, I really genuinely don't <laughs> care anymore. My main goal is to get this two-year-old potty trained. Cause she's still, she's shitting on the floor now on a weekly basis. And I don't know how many times, to- I don't know if you remember when you were kids, I mean, oh, to step in human shit's a brain them.
0: fuck. I regressed my daughters. My wife went on vacation for one week. And I and Georgia stopped shitting in the potty, mm-hmm. and Isla started shitting everywhere. Right. And I and Leanne came home and was like, "What happened?" I was like, "I'm shitting everywhere too." Yeah. Like it's bad.
1: Yeah. You just shit. Do you see the, this guy who shit all over the plane? The diarrhea that the plane had to reroute.
0: Did no, you, but I um, I don't know the story, but I, I'm already on his team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because he, what kind of diarrhea is that? Like, what? Oh, well, how do there. you get on an aircraft? No, that doesn't come out of nowhere. You know that you must have had rumblings. And then because I think what happened was he shit in his seat. He shit his seat. And then when he was going to the bathroom, it was just fully like an uncontrollable demonic shit that was literally like hitting people in the face. I love it. They had to. Could you imagine they had to reroute the flight because of your shit and fully land? How embarrassing is that? You're just sitting there in literally a river. I think
0: at a certain point you give up. You don't care. Yeah. It's like it's like getting eaten by a shark. At a certain point, you stop fighting and go in the mouth. Right. Like, I think you just go like, yeah, man, I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I've shit. I've had, I've had some of the worst. I, I I don't, I know I've probably told this at some point in my life. When I was 10 years old, I shit my pants so bad (laughs) that I had to throw away my clothes and steal clothes out of the men's locker room and put on a man's clothes and finish a <laughs> tennis match <laughs> i shit my pants so bad i shit i ran into i had to shit so I, I was sitting there getting ready to play tennis and i thought to myself i should take a shit and then i was like i'm gonna right. take a shit and then the kid walked up he's an indian kid mm-hmm. he walked up and he's like are you ready and i was like yeah 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 let's play so we go to start playing, and do, as we're playing, I'm beating him, but I'm, I've got a shit so bad. Sure. But I'm not beating him bad enough t- so I can just go, I'm going to smoke this kid and take a shit. So I give up. I just go, fine, let him win. I got to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I throw the first set. 6-0. Yeah. So I'm like, fucking, you win. Right. I race to the men's locker room at Carrollwood. As I'm going to to As I'm backing into the toilet, as I'm driving my pants, I shit mid-pant drop and shit half in my pants, half out of my pants, onto the toilet seat, sit on it, on my shirt. So now I've ruined my shirt, my underwear, and my pants. I look down, it's in my socks. And all I have are a pair of Stan Smiths that don't have shit on them, right? right? So I take the Stan Smiths off, I throw them out. I throw them out like you're safe. I then sit, I then sit, and I go like... This is I'm I, I'm not I have to fix this like right. this isn't something I can just walk away from right. Stay corrected. I walked away from it. I just left all those clothes in there. I walked into the shower. I rinsed off. I didn't even look in there. I just right. wa- I was like everything there is gone. Right. It's dead to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm naked. I'm naked. I'm ten years old. I'm now jiggling men's lockers <laughs> until I find an open one. In there are a pair of pants and a shirt, fucking covered in cologne. Oh. I put on a man's shirt and a man's pants. I take my string out of my shoe. I tie it as a belt around the man's pants. I go out and finish the match. <laughs> One shoe half fucking tied. Like, I'm literally like, I, I lose. And my mom picks me up at Carrollwood at like four in the afternoon. I'm in, I smell like a different man. I sit in the car and she goes, and my mom just, I love you, mom, but she's so disconnected at times. She goes, yeah. how was your day? And I was like, are you being fucking serious? <laughs> Look at what I'm wearing. Yeah. She was like. Where did you get those clothes? I was like, I shit my pants. It's the worst. It's the, okay, it's the, it's the, the, okay, the worst I've ever shit. And this is a secret. Like, lo- no one knows about this. Great. And this is a secret. Like, lo- no one knows about this. Great. During the pandemic, his parents opened their house up to us. Okay. So we bring our tour bus to Golden, Colorado, wherever the fuck they live in Colorado. We bring our tour bus there and they spend the day feeding us, drinking. We're, we're fucking on the boat. We're having such a great day. I wake up in the middle of the night, and I have to shit so bad. Now, it's a <laughs> long walk from our bus to their bathroom. By the time, and I'm sorry that you're hearing this now. Yeah. By the time I get to the bathroom, same, I mean, I'm talking, I'm 10 years old again. As I pull my pants down, I start shitting all in my clothes, all on the walls, all over the toilet it's everywhere it's it's everywhere and and i re i have this moment of clarity where i realize dude we're in the thick of this like i'm cleaning this up and i don't want to clean this up right and i have to clean the whole bathroom i have to clean the whole i have to clean their bathroom it's i've shit all over their bathroom i mean it's so bad that as i as i go i'm done i lift up the toilet seat it's all under the knee underneath the toilet seat I mean I cleaned up and so like I use their towels. The sure. their towel I use all their towels. I then take their towels and fucking hide them. Right. I'm like, I mean, it was so bad that a couple times I sat there, like almost like the way you do when you get bad news from a doctor, like, I gotta fucking deal with this. Yeah. Like I gotta fucking figure yeah. this out. <laughs> it was so bad. I kept going, it's peanut butter. It's peanut butter. That's all I thought the entire time. What? <laughs> it's peanut butter. It's just peanut butter. It's just peanut, it's just peanut butter. It's just yeah. peanut butter. It's just peanut butter. Yeah. It wow. was so bad, man. I've, I've had a number of those incidents. You shit yourself regularly. Oh, I shit. I told this, this is how you know you're in love. I was massaging Leanne's feet the other day. I shit through my pajamas into our pillow i shit on our pillow nice and she still had sex with me there you go that's love that's love i shit my pants a lot i shit my pants one time in front of the comedy cellar at five and 5 30 in the morning running to catch a train and i was with my sister and there had been a dj that had thrown out t-shirts the night before and i had randomly had their t-shirt over my shoulder We're racing to go catch a train uh, up in uh Grand central station or whatever to go to, to dc I walk out i used to live right above the fal- falafel place right by Ale house yeah i used to live right there i walk out and i shit my pants so bad it's 5 30 in the morning it's right when the city's starting to wake up and i go god damn it i take the shirt i drop my pants to my ankles i wipe my ass i put the shirt in the gutter i go let's go and my sister goes "No, <laughs> no and i swear to you i i I went into the bathroom on the train and cleaned myself up the best I could, but we caught that train and I wore, I did not sh- take a shower. We went to dinner that night. I have no problem shitting my pants. Dude, that's like the
1: machine story of shit. That's <laughs> that's like
0: you found uh, 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 those are amazing. basic there's the two types of people. There's two types of people. People who shit their pants and people who no don't shit their pants.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I and I would argue that the people who do shit their pants are living a much fuller life. Like you, all that's, all these shit stories, yeah. the hours before is you're having the time of your life. We're not talking about you got sick because you ate something. We're talking about you're shitting your pants because you've lost function in your bowels because you've had so much fun
0: yeah, and so much alcohol. I like to take that, chances. Which is a beautiful thing. I don't sit there. I don't, I used to have a joke and I've, t- I've tried to make it work a million times. And it never works and not enough people do both of what, of, of these analogies, but okay. shitting your pants is like getting a DUI. Okay. You get away with it so much, where you go, it's a fart, right? Right, or you're like, I'm a fucking mile away, right? That you get away with it so much that you think you'll never get caught, right? And then one night you're like, oh, I'm fucked. It hit me. I'm fucked. Like right. I'm getting pulled over, and I, I know
1: those um those uh, bird dog shorts. They, you know, because it's just like they got the built-in yeah. underwear. I shorten in those all day, every day when I don't even know. Like you just rip a fart. That's normal. And then you take those off, and you're like, "What the fuck
0: is going?" Like you have a. I don't f- wear underwear, and so like never, that's, never. I'm not wearing. And that's it why you shit yourself a lot. Well, that's why, like, a people will go. I didn't realize, you know, for a long time, I didn't realize that when you have explosive diarrhea, mm-hmm. that it splashes back up. Like, okay, I, I think I told a joke about it, but like, I would shit underneath the toilet, right? So it would hit and then it would bounce back, and then you'd lift the toilet seat up, and you see freckles everywhere. And then my wife would go, nice. You need to clean that. And I was like, That's not me. She goes, Yes, it is. Yeah. You shit underneath the toilet. And I go, How am I shitting underneath the toilet? And she goes, You're pushing so hard that it's hitting the porcelain and shooting back up. It's physics. And, and then she said, Do you wipe your legs? And I went, No. No. She goes, Well, you think it just stops at the toilet seat? I had shit all over my le- <laughs> legs. <laughs> And I was just putting my pants on and just going like start my day and then yeah. shit all, <laughs> all my pants. over the upper part of your thought. Oh,
1: you're a fascinating man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I have a, you're I a have
1: fascinating a- man because you're literally like beyond successful, amazing. Everybody loves you and you shit like my two year old. It's the same. Oh, yeah. Uh, it would be if I if we just went, if we just zoomed in where you can't tell all we're seeing is legs, the back of the <laughs> legs. I would say, is this my two year old or is this Burk shirt? And I don't know that everybody would get it right. I think that- <laughs> <laughs> if people would be like, that's your two year old. Nope, that's birdie boy. There's a tour promo. <laughs> that's Birdie <pretty> boy. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I, it, yeah. Hey, man, like I said, it's fun. You're living life Do you want I- hear something crazy. Yes. Steve Byrne takes a shower after he shits every time he shits every time he shits but that's asian asian customs it might be
1: yeah they don't even wear shoes in the house have you ever shit in asia i've never been to asia period really where do you want to go when you travel? would you want to travel at all do you care I do but for me the idea of going to Asia or Australia and being so far away from my kids especially while they're little is just not something I want to do right now a, a little bit older when I would love to take the family like yeah. next summer I have a, I'm preparing I'm hoping that I go to the london the uk for the entire summer and base myself out of london and tour around the uk like fuck. basically like i'm in new york going to philly boston whatever but like i'm in london going to <laughs> manchester and scotland and whatever but i'm gonna yeah. bring my family that would be bring the kids fun as that's what shit. i want to do as opposed to you know i i had a tour set up in australia and about a month before i was like i i just can't do this I, I can't be away for three weeks i just i i for me it's like just being so far away. I'm a, just a guy. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like I'm not cut out for this. If I, don't, I just do not like, I just want to be home. I always want to be in New York. I just want to be near my kids. I have no idea. I know that this career isn't conducive for that all the time. Yeah. And I'm on the road. And right now I'm happy. I'm where my feet are. I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to do my shows tonight. But I'm like, if I could get to like i'm the guy if my podcast or radio or television show like something where i was like making beyond enough money to just What's stay that?
0: how much is that price?
1: in new york i mean see the thing is, you
0: need to make a year for it to be because i've always said that but then it always increases
1: that's the thing is when i speak to jasmine about it she's like you already make enough doing the podcast it's we already yeah. are it's just about adjusting your life it's like you already have enough right now but it's like if you want to always fly first class or take luxurious vacations or put the kids in the top schools or buy the nice, then then you got to keep, but if we want to readjust our life here, you can do it. So who the fuck does
0: that? That's the thing. Ari
1: Ari does it. Ari does it. And he's not happy. He's not. I
0: don't think so. No way. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I, like, I look, I I think he is. I mean, like, it's hard for me to speak on someone else's happiness because Ari is a very content, fulfilled person. Yes. I think, I think what Ari but what Ari wants out of life is very different than what we want out of life. Right. Like Ari... He also doesn't have kids. He doesn't it's have different kids. when he, you have children. He, he doesn't have kids. He doesn't want kids. Right. He really just wants to live. I, I take that back. I think Ari must be happy or he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. Right. But I think... I
1: don't know. It's weird because if I didn't have kids, I would already have... Like I would already be like, ah, eh, whatever I can live. Then I won't go on the road as much. I'll just stay home. But because I have kids, I'm like, I got to go on the road. I got to make so much money for them. So it's like, so it's like the thing that I'm, tr- I'm trying to make money, which all takes up time, but time is the thing that you don't get back money. You can just replenish. So it's like this weird thing we yeah, have in our brain.
0: But there's a, there's a thing. I I, I think the world's filled with cunts. And, yes. and, when, and
1: It's a good title for an album.
0: When they, when they say stuff to you, like, you know, I don't mean. Look, I, I know this is going to be taken out of context and it's going to come out wrong. But when they say stuff to you like, you know, you know, Chris, you, you're working hard. When's when's enough enough? That person's a cunt. Cunt. They're a fucking cunt. They and don't. They don't, they don't deserve to speak. Yes. I don't want to hear them speak. Yeah. I don't want to know what their opinions are on anything. Yeah. I don't when when I if I'm looking to buy a car, I don't want to hear what they have to say.
1: Exactly. Why don't you lick the back of my shit legs? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get that from I get that from Sony. When's enough enough? And you're like, I don't know. Are we really going to have that conversation? No one says that to a guy building roofs, right? No one says that to the guy in the military. No one pulls that eighteen-year-old kid no. and go, "Hey, man, you know, you know, one thing you're not going to get back is time, and you're having all these people tell you what to do with your time. That's kind of fucked up. You should determine what. Or do we say, "Hey, man, thank you for your service." Or yeah. Is there is there a point where you just go, just go, "Hey, shut the fuck up and say you're welcome." Yeah. Like I, I've given, I've given all of it, as a, 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 a like I've given all of it. I've given everything I got. Right. I give it I give it all, yeah, to to for for to to not I mean, not not selflessly, but like, but like there's compromises. there's things i've I've done compromised, right to 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 do something that I love. People do that. like, just shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. Because well, you got, because really when they, I think when they do that is like, they want you to stop because they're like, they're like, you're so, you're doing so much better than me. And I, I don't have the, str-
0: it's, it, that's what I'm afraid. That, so, but that but go, so you got to determine I'll it internally. You, yeah. Like I go, you know, the, the, it's crazy. By the way, I just want
1: to say that it's, it's mind-blowingly different looking at you now, knowing you don't have underwear on. I just thought you for sure had underwear on because there's a couple of times where those shorts are I definitely. Oh, you, you do
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, there it is, Salami body. You can definitely see my bot. Ba- I was balls. gonna
1: say because now it's like because there's been a couple times where your sh- shorts are riding up. I'm like he's yeah. got underwear, but now yeah. I know it's like I'm. You, at times you're millimeters away here from the bottom of a testicle, which I, is cool by me, but it's just something I need to mentally prepare for.
0: I am. I am. I yeah. I don't know why I don't wear underwear.
1: It's. I think it's okay that you don't, but like it's just I'm good to let you let me know because no problems. Do you, with you wear it. underwear? I do wear underwear, but I but I'm rethinking that. Boxers. Boxers, unfortunately. Boxer
0: briefs. Boxer briefs. I'm not a tidy whitey so, guy. I like. Yeah, but to, that's because you're from New York, and that like yeah. when you guys when you take a girl home and and lay her in bed, that's your look, right? Like in Florida, you lay a girl in bed. And your pants come off and it's like, I'm already naked.
1: I'm already, yeah, I'm ready
0: it's to like, go. Yeah. Like. And I
1: think too, I went to an all boy Catholic high school and it was Me like, UFC what, what was one of those things where like when I was on playing basketball, it's like, you know, I, you would get in the shower and I would be like, you know, I'd get in the shower with my bathing suit on. And then like, yeah, it's weird. And then Wait, like, for real. Yeah. And then it was like that reverse psychology where like, you know, some senior would be like, what are you? we Bathing suit on? What are you gay? Yeah. What are you fucking gay? Let yes. me see your dick.
0: Yeah, that's what and we then, said. So that's then, what we said.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is true. It's like you're gayer. <laughs> if, you'd be. It's more straight <laughs> if I just go butt naked and let you see my dick and balls. And if I'm in a no, bathing no, no, suit, no,
0: no, 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 it's no. It's gay no, to be no, in the no, bathing no, suit. No, 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 no. no. When you came in a bathing suit, that's, that's gayer. By the way, I would have loved to been able to wear a bathing suit when I was a freshman. <laughs> yeah, I was so terrified getting yeah. naked in front of other boys. Yeah. I remember, I remember. I'm sorry. Keep their names in because they're they're two solid dudes. Three: Tom Young, Truett Gardner, and Thompson Rankins were in ninth grade, and I was in eighth grade. Okay, and I was getting, I I was leaving Berkeley Prep, and I was going to Jesuit the next year, and we were all played football together. And they're like, "Yo, we're gonna take a shower afterwards," and I was like, "Oh, cool." And th- th- talk about like well-rounded dudes, right? Okay. They're a year older than me and they're like, hey, man, you wanna take a shower? And I was like, I'm good. And they're like, hey, it's okay if you're nervous getting like naked around us. You can wear boxers. And I went, what? And they're like, yeah, man, wear boxers. Don't worry about it. Like, we understand. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, are you guys wearing boxers? And they're like, well, no, we're not really uncomfortable. So we'll be naked, but we can wear boxers if you want us to. I was like, no, but I'll wear boxers. And they're like, cool. So I took a shower in boxers. I'm in eighth grade. I was like, that was cool. That was so fucking nice. So then I go to the new all boys Catholic high school, and I was like, I think I'll just wear boxers. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, <"F-> and yeah. like, what? They're like, take your pants off. Yeah. I'm like, huh, huh, yeah. Huh, huh. I was just so <laughs> traumatized. I tried to get my dick hard. Yeah, it yeah. was such a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> you it can't say just, that word anymore now. What, dick? F- oh. <laughs> yeah, I think I just saw Shane special. You definitely can. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm sure I mean yeah hey, just bleep it out for me yeah uh no you I I think you can say it if you mean if you say that you are called it
1: right right I <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I I heard Shane's special uh hours like the one of the best hours in years I, I, well, It's amazing you know,
0: you know what's so funny I just watched I I put it on in the gym I I, I run I only watched the first five minutes of a special. I've seen that special probably 30 times like actually, actually it live seen it, right but i've never seen the front of it i've never seen it from the audience because you're seeing it at the end no 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 because I, I watch it from side stage oh got it got i've it. only seen it from side stage or i've never seen his facial expressions yeah i didn't realize he it was so animated yeah and oh I, yeah it's a great comic I, I watched it and i went oh this is really fucking phenomenal i texted him i was like yeah i texted him this morning
1: it, it feels like i was talking about this last night with andrew santino it feels like shane's special I think it came out today came out today at midnight right like that's one of those specials that like you already know like it's you already know it's n- get getting him to the next level even beyond what he is now like it's it's already like it's just happening
0: yeah, yeah. he's well here's the deal is like I I you know I've, I've taken him I've taken him out with me a number of times the Super Bowl to fully loaded both years I've I've been with him a lot I've watched him I've watched the audience receive him mm-hmm. at different times in his career, and when we were at the Super Bowl, I thought that's fucking. This is this is something's happening. Like I can I can sense it. So I've seen it happen for I've seen it happen for me. I've seen it happen for Tom. I've seen it happen for a lot of different people. Right. And when we did Fully Loaded this year, it was crazy. They went, I went nuts for him, and I went wow. Yeah, I was like, this is about to pop. And he had just taped his special and i was like how did it go and he gave me like a nod like i fucking i, good. I got it good and so it's uh and i think it's a, it's a, it's a perfect storm i know this isn't stuff that he would want to hear said about him but like i right, yeah. think there's a you know there's a huge pushback of people going like fuck you don't tell me what's funny right and the audience members
1: well well shane's one of those guys in my opinion He's funny in any generation. Like some guys are again, and and it and it's okay. Yeah, I, mean, I might even be one of these guys that like maybe I'm only having a little bit of success because of the generation. No. But I'm just saying, like yeah. if I, he's definitely not though. He's like if it was 1950, he'd be where he's at. <laughs>
0: Versus i think if he'd be 20. progressive if it was 1950
1: <laughs> right, right right, i'm saying like he it's he's not a um it's not like oh because of tiktok or no. it's like he's just any algorithm any medium he's just going to the top he does, he's, so that's I, good well, i think he's
0: it's good very, to see there's a lot about him yeah. that i would break down that i that i think make him very funny but number one and across the board is he, he's actually a really great comedian and it, it's a great it's a great hour i watched i watched how uh, like the beginning and then I would put it on mute and watched just watched it and yeah. read it as I worked out I'll watch it again I've, I've seen it before but I th- I told him I was like this is gonna be he's yeah. not gonna like what it does to him right right but sadly sadly so that, that a next, guy like, like me doesn't mind it because I i am always been a little bit of a whore like life of the party kind I like having a good time and if, if you ask me like do i like being famous yeah i do i don't mind it at all i actually enjoy it yeah and when someone says i'm sure there's times where it's it's taxing on my family it definitely is we were at target the other day doing a road trip and uh someone got on the loudspeaker and was like the machine is in the fucking building yeah and i heard people scream yeah and my daughters got really upset and leanne went and chastised the manager and was like yo He's with his family. He's trying to have a moment. And I was like, fucking let it go. Who gives a yeah, shit? I mean like yeah, like no one my everyone in my family forgets what it's like to see they, they forget. I go, they were I, I was with them when they saw Sandra Bullock at Sebastian's show. They saw Sandra Bullock. Yeah. I, it wasn't Sebastian, it was uh, it was it was uh, Rush. We went and saw uh, not Rush, uh, Queen. Okay, we went and saw Queen with Adam Lambert, and uh we were backstage, we got backstage passes, and and they saw Sandra Bullock. And my daughter's lost their fucking shit and sure. my wife lost their fucking shit and they wanted to go up and get a picture and I had to stop them and say hey she's just here watching a show let her let her over time they forget what that they forget what that's like when you're right. in like rural when you're in Coos Bay fucking San Francisco or California and you're at a fucking target and all or wherever the fuck we were and you're a fucking you've never really met a famous person and all of a sudden you find out that someone you've seen is in the building yeah it's fucking thrilling it's cool. Yeah, uh, but like, but Shane is about, it's about to happen to Shane. Yeah. Cause everyone in every Walmart and Target is, he's going about to be their favorite fucking I was Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was, you, that is you too. Like, they should just put your face in the Target sign. You're a fan.
0: You he's, are Target. He is. And I, and I'm curious to watch that. Cause like, Tom. Definitely pushed back from it. and Was like, I do not want to be recognized. He told people, "Don't fucking come up and talk to me." Yeah, like there's. It's interesting to see how people deal with it. Artists yeah, like that. Tom's
1: interesting because I feel like Tom will have the arena sold out in the town and could walk past the arena in the middle of the day, and there might be people that don't say anything to him. I mean, his fans will go crazy, but it's like no, his he's, he's done a good. His fans won't give. The, he's he's been able to do so well and also maintain his anonymity well
0: as well. Like yeah, he's, he's he's at very, the top of the game, but yeah, he's we've we've had people come up to us. And they'll recognize him and think it's me, right? And they'll be like, "Yo, you're Bert," and he'll be like, "Nope." Yeah, he's like, "No, you're the Kool Aid guy. I saw you in the Kool Aid clip," and he'll be like, "Nope." And then That's I'll walk up and they'll be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Wait, is he the ball guy on the show? And like, yeah, it, like, and we went to we went to uh, NASCAR. He maybe got recognized like five times. I got recognized like five hundred times. I believe it. And yeah. he was. He was blown away, but I think he also didn't put himself out on, on social media the way I do. I'm all over TikTok. Like it's just a way you approach. Yeah, it depends on what you like, want. It's like it's like
1: your method is right and his method is right. It's just what wrong people want. Either yeah. one.
0: I kind of wish I'd played his game a little bit, right? Because it's it can be overwhelming.
1: Do you ever feel as big as you are disconnected from comedy because you're? Yeah. Because like the kind of um good old days of it for you, or like like you live in the nostalgia where it was like. It, it's still about the comedy now, but you know what I mean? When it was like literally like comedy, it's just about comedy where now you've gone to a height where it's like it's arenas, it's big, big crowds. The comedy clubs are few and far between type yeah. thing. Do you feel like a disconnect
0: ever? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I feel like uh, sometimes I it's I, I I romantically look at like dudes hustling mm-hmm. and go, that's right, man. That's what it's about, because I, I have so much on my plate, meaning like just Ticket counts in general. I, I, my, I have a staff here, but I have a staff when we tour on the road of like twenty seven, right. so th- and I, I need to make sure I cover everyone's nut, and I gotta, I have a stage that I've rented that's really expensive, and like, right. there's just a lot of overhead, and sometimes if you, if you let it, comedy will be the last thing you think about. That's what I, yeah, and and then you go, I like I, I during fully loaded, I don't mean that I phoned it in, but I definitely did. I definitely wasn't taking fun chances that a comedian takes. I was telling what I knew worked because I I had so much that I had to deal with on a daily basis. Right. Setting lineups, people schedules, getting talent from one place to another, getting talent accommodated, planning activities during the day, making sure we had mushrooms, making sure we had alcohol, making sure yeah. like making sure my film crew was there and everyone was accounted for, making sure we had edits, watching edits, making sure edits got posted. Like it was such a fucking thing where I was like where I actually told uh, I had a conversation with my agent manager and I was like you know if, if we're going to do another special like I got to get out of arenas cuz like it's just too much I want to just go back and do yeah. like a nice 18 month theater tour yeah and really focus on the material and just be like theaters are set up and plug and play right you show up in the tour bus you do two shows you don't have to worry about ticket sales everything sells out fucking the in pre-sale right I mean when you're in an arena they kind of never sell out Right, there's always tickets available. Well, if you start selling good, they'll add another show. Right, right, because they always have money. They want to set it up that they always have money to make. Right, so like they'll just yeah, pull back more curtains. Yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's fucking run until the wheels come off. Yeah, so I would, I would love to j- get like a theater tour where you just like everything's clean and you're just like out for like eighteen months. Right, run the material. Right, work the material. Don't think about promoting shows. Don't right. think about anything. I would right. love that,
1: and it's wild because ten years ago, you—it's not like you were always aiming for this. This just happened naturally for you.
0: I just wanted—I never wanted to do theaters. Hmm. I wanted to do clubs. I was like, I'm a club comic. I'm cl- i am fun in the clubs. I was so good in clubs. Like, I, I'm a good <laughs> comic, I believe. But man, I will tell you, the things I was a fucking. First of all, I never had a set. I went up, and I was—I mean this respectfully. Like I watch dudes do crowd work clips these days, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah." Like, dude, comedy fifteen years ago was, I'm saying, the wild, wet, because no one got specials, right? And then once everyone started getting specials, they started focusing on the material, right? And everyone started like really kind of dialing in their chops, and right, and then like little tricks, like uh, I've seen them. I've seen them in some people's special when they'll pretend to do crowd work well, where are you from oh yeah oh yeah yeah jersey you know, and then they tell her jersey joke right no, you can't do that I, I couldn't do that you can't do that in a theater you can you can yeah but like you can't do that in a theater the way you could right in clubs i mean every joke i had was started with a crowd work and then i'd tell you my bit and it seemed improvised and it was like well this guy's fucking brilliant yeah i used to be a much better comic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you feel more connected or less connected to your kids now that they're older more, way more.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good to hear.
0: Way more because I know them. I've known them for so long. That sounds silly, but their nuances are hysterical to me. Right. Like, hysterical. Right. Like, they're little things that they try to get away with. Hmm. I find fucking comical. Right. Like, I a today, I had to drive her to school. I had to work out at nine and I had this at 10 30. And so I had right. a tight schedule. And she goes, Hey, can you take me to school today and i'm like no she was like please and i was like okay she get a matcha and i'm like you're lactose intolerant she was <laughs> like i know but i only drink half and then I, we're halfway there and i look and it's gone she goes i'm not feeling so good and i go <laughs> and i just it but it's it's so and then she even goes, if she only
1: drank half it's still gonna fuck yeah, her up
0: yeah she goes she goes let's <laughs> turn around let's go home i was like no we're at school yeah like, she goes like, i gotta take a shit take me home and i was like take a shit at school now, Georgia, her sister's going into surgery, right? She had surgery today. And Isla texts Leanne in Georgia, Hey, I need someone to pick me up. I gotta take a shit. Georgia's like, I'm going into surgery right now. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia and Isla goes, But my stomach hurts. Yeah. I'm like, What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, the fucking, I, I, it, I, Isla has gotten to a place where Isla, because she's so like me, and Georgia is, Georgia and I butt heads like crazy. Like right. we are identical. You'll see that like one will pick, you have two, right? Two. One will, pick, one will be like your wife and one will be like you. Right. And you'll oddly enough, you'll team up with the one that's not like you. That's right. going to be your buddy. Because right. Leanne and Georgia, fucking thick as thieves. Right. They, Georgia, when she goes to college, she writes notes around the house where she knows Leanne goes and leaves them for her. Uh, hey, Mom, I love you. Right. I miss you. I don't get a fucking note. Isla's right. like, Isla's like, you get a note? I go, no. No. We don't get fucking notes. No. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How long have we been doing? Oh, we've been on like an hour and a half? Yeah. What time What time do you show tonight? Um, Tonight, I have eight o'clock.
1: Oh, you're just five. there
0: tonight and tomorrow?
1: Tonight and tomorrow. Yep. One tonight, two tomorrow. You,
0: and then you go, because like probably our most... Our our biggest clip we've ever done was when we both cried when I yes. was drunk in the morning.
1: Yeah, that was great. Um, and that was, was all great. organic. Somebody somebody messaged me once about that and was like, "Enoughs enough with this stage bullshit." And I'm like, "If you think that, if you think I'm that good of an actor, you're out of your fucking mind." Dude. Yeah, someone tell him to
0: send that to fucking Hollywood. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, no, that was uh but I'm curious cuz I know that I have not I'm curious. I I've had a lot of people that I really respect. You know that's how I met uh, Israel Adesanya. How? He saw that clip. Oh, really? And then he hit me up and he was like, Yo, this is fucking, this is really awesome. Like, yeah. you guys are great dudes and yeah. whatever. And that's how I yeah. kind of became friends with him. Yeah. But so, and a lot of people, mo- and I'm being real with you, a lot of black dudes. Yeah. A lot of black dudes hit me up. They're like, This is like the realest shit I've ever seen. Right. Um, As opposed to like, you're right. I've gotten a lot of white cunts yeah. that are like, They're like, enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. Broken cried about his dog. We get it. Yeah, yeah, I,
1: I know. And black so, people are better.
0: <laughs>
1: they just, you know, they're, e- it, they're easier to get along if with. If you go to
0: heaven, I would rather God be a black. I dude. want to
1: go to the black part of heaven for sure. If you,
0: uh, I hope Deion Sanders is there. Hundred percent. He's like, play my theme music. Dung dung dung. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, you, no. Deion Sanders is the fucking greatest. Wait, I want to, but I want. We should probably close with. So you said you. We talked about it and you said does it ever get better? ever get better? and i said no. it actually gets worse. <laughs> yeah. but i'm curious how you're dealing with cuz you're still touring. yep. you're still just as successful. yeah. you're you're working probably the same amount. like how do how are you dealing with it? so i have made a f-
1: decision now to just be where my feet are. i used to be have half my brain at home, half my brain on the road and that was not doing well for them and it was not doing well for me so now I've just made a decision if I'm here I'm here and then when I'm home I'm home
0: that's a really do you read that in a book or something be where my feet are that's a fucking uh, great statement
1: I, I, I'm sure I read it somewhere and if it's from somebody's book that I'm misremembering I'm I'm sorry but yeah I'm sure be I read where it my somewhere feet are. yeah be where my feet are and I'm like that is just like staying in the present which is the hardest thing to do but that's what I do and I think about like what I want I, I, like my life is now, like I said, like more about balance. Where, like you know, if 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 ticket sales and money are down, well, time with my f- that that must be because time with my family is up. And mm-hmm. so and so, I try to like connect in it that way. But just staying where my feet are, being in the present, and doing that, and only really doing what I want to do. This this idea of being the greatest to ever do it, I want to be that. But to my kids, not to yeah. I don't because I it's very like. For me, it's like no matter what, no matter how grandiose we make ourselves, which I think is important. I think our ego is important. I think you have to use that, especially in the type of career we have, athletes, entertainers, like you got to be like, I'm going to be the best, channel it, great. Oh. But it's like, you know, Alexander the Great conquered the whole world and like, then he died one day and it's, and nobody cares. It's over. So it doesn't yeah. matter how big All you- only
0: anyone says about him is he was gay.
1: Well, I'm sure he was. I think he was. You know, I'm
0: sure most Greeks were. I saw were. the movie, he hooked up with Jared Leto. Yeah, Colin Farrell's gay. Colin Farrell's gorgeous. I saw him in oh person one time. Yeah. He's gorgeous and he does the thing a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Skinny jeans, uh, tall work boots that are like man, like they're they're crisp work yeah. boots. Uh I like fucking, Colin Farrell. Uh button shirt to his belly button with a mm-hmm. long leather with a silver feather yeah. on there with the fucking hair and the sunglasses and like the bracelets and the rings. We were looking, he was looking at a house for his sister. Mm-hmm. And I went room to room and just stared at him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Smells was,
0: good too, right? They were like, what do you think about the house? I like, go, I'll take him. And they're like, what? <laughs> I was like, I want him. And I
1: love. He's gorgeous. Colin Farrell, gorgeous man. Beautiful man. Great lips. So I I think that's how I think about it now is just kind of uh, – a. I try not to put so much pressure on myself because it's very easy. You know, Instagram and getting off social media, what I realized it's a comparison tool. That's what social media mostly is, is you're comparing yourself to others and then you're comparing yourself to yourself. And it's comparison. Teddy Rose. I think I said this on the last podcast. My favorite quote, Teddy Roosevelt, comparison is the thief of joy. And I'm like, I take that or I'm human, so I'm still going to compare and all that, but I really try to just only think about if I'm a good father and, and the kids have what they want, then I'm successful. It doesn't matter where my tickets or money is. I, I That's what, that's, a, I use comedy in this as a vehicle to give them a better life and to just that's what I want like I, I don't yeah. know and and by the way if you're not that guy that doesn't mean you're a bad dad it's just I I just think of my life that way and yeah. maybe it is at times a crutch because maybe that takes the pain away of me not selling out five shows because I'm like oh well don't you know yeah so-and-so sold out five shows but I'm you know better because I'm a better dad so it's all I think we all do it but for yeah. me it's like for me it's like I just want the, the most important thing is the kids and my family so I'm like uh, whatever's making giving them the best life. I'm happy with, and right now this is it. But I'm also the type of person where I didn't grow up knowing everything about comedy, dreaming about comedy, knowing everybody's special. I didn't. I didn't. I have no idea when I started doing open mics and meeting like guys that consume comedy, like the Mark Normans of the world. Like he's one of the first guys I met at an open mic. Like they know everybody's special. They know everything about, and which is beautiful. But Whoa. I just didn't grow up that way. I kind of just started comedy because I was like, I want to tell fun stories about my dad. Like, that's all I want to do is like, I had a relationship with my father where he, you know, didn't live with me. So, and that would make me really upset. So I would, you know, tell stories, you know, my dad would do fun stuff, but then I would also create stories about my dad. Like sometimes my dad wouldn't make the right decision, you know, and I would create this character of a dad that actually did make the right decision and then tell those stories of like a pseudo version of my father. Like it's not really my father. It's like this decision I wish he made and I would to put that and that would be the story and the comedy. Yeah. So it was like a coping mechanism for me in the beginning. And then it just became my career, but I'm not that guy that's like, I need to live, breathe, sleep comedy. So I'm saying very easily for me, cause you know, I have a, you know, was a physical therapist. I, I'm very easily that guy that could slip out of this and just be like, and I wouldn't make a grand announcement. I would I'm not that I would just be like, I had just do something else now. Yeah. And still stay connected. Like it, I, I don't know why. And maybe that's a fucking maybe that is crippling depression. I don't know. But I know that when I hear the like some of my peers, they're like, I gotta go get it. I got I, I, I don't I just don't feel that. I, I don't know why. Um and no, I'm sure that it'll cost me at some point, but I'm just, you know, bracing.
0: No, there's uh I remember Ari knew everyone who was a agent and a manager and a casting agent mm-hmm. and like a booker. I, Ari knew everyone. Tom right. knew everyone. Like, right. and I never knew anyone. I never, I never cared. Right. But I also, I, I did care. Meaning, like, I wished I did, but I just could never. I could never remember all these people that they knew that were important in the business. And I always felt like it was a detriment to my career. Now looking back, it's not a detriment at all. Like, you go. I'm I'm just I just do stand up I did not come at this right I didn't like you're right like I, I, you can death by comparison sure is is a way to do it and there's a lot of guys that are just killing them I came at this because I was written up as a party animal right and I was like I was like this would be a cool job yeah I never gave a fuck about I never cared about Woody Allen yeah I I've, 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 I've never I've, really
1: I only saw Woody Allen movies for the first time in my life like two months ago I had no yeah. idea what movies he made even any directors I don't know what they're doing I've never seen you know uh, Spaceballs or what Spaceballs is pretty no, good I know, I'm know. i sure that yeah. these
0: things are great but I've just never There's I, there's comedy nerds yeah. who fucking live breathe and eat it and they're so valuable because they will turn you on to cool shit right. It's a cool thing about comedy is once you get into it you run into some comedy nerds who are like really like right. get you deep on some stuff and, and then there's people who like I feel like I'm more like of a I, – I don't know if – I don't – I'm not Johnny Hustle. Right. Like I'm not I'm not Pete Rose. I'm not like, like right. watch how hard I'll play. I'm just right. like – I just want to like – I am like. want to have a good time. Yeah. And I showed up here because I wanted to have a good time and like seemed like you could drink and no one said anything. And it seemed like if you wanted yeah. to smoke pot, no one was going to say anything. And if you want to say wild shit, they were going to be cool with it. And I I don't – yeah, that's – I. It's, yeah, like, it's an interesting take because – What you're saying is, yeah, like I watch some dudes who it looks like they don't enjoy the comedy
1: part of it. Yeah, which is like the whole reason why we started is because it was like just cathartic for me. So it's like I don't want to let the business like overwhelm me because the people around us will it's their job to have it overwhelm you so they can make the most money. And I'm not begrudging them for that. It's all part. I get it. But for me now, I'm just like I try to control my output, not my outcome. It's like I'm just trying to control what I can do what I'm outputting each day, and then the outcome will be what it will be. As long as your kids are, that's my only barometer. It's like the children are happy, the children are healthy, they're safe, my family is good, my girlfriend and I are as connected as we've ever been in our life. So then who cares if it's a bonus that I have 10,000 tickets sold in New York City. That's amazing. Yeah. But I'm not gonna, that's not gonna be the thing.
0: It can't be the thing that defines you. It does not define. One me. day you, it just, yeah, one day,
1: guess what? We're all going back Louis to the comedy K. clubs. did the
0: Madison Square Garden. the sure. Madison Square Garden. And then one year he did the theater. Yeah, now, granted he had you know some issues going on, but it it happens. It happens. It happens to everyone.
1: D- Dane Cook, Dane Cook, was, well, Andrew Dice Clay. I mean they, they you know they all it all comes it'll come down for you. It, it's yeah. it, but that doesn't devalue. Well, not
0: me, but like right. I think a lot of people <laughs> right. will see Segura. Right. It's happening too. Yeah. the uh, no yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but, no. But you're right. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed every aspect. And if you told me like I I keep going back to hilarities. I go. If you Great told me club. next time I go to Cleveland, yeah. I, I can't play uh, Rocket Mortgage. I got to do hilarities. I'd be like, "Are we adding late shows?" Yeah. Um, and by the way, I'm definitely drinking if we're doing that. Oh my god, Fuck. that
1: pizza in the basement. Oh. oh hell yeah! They
0: give you a fucking baseball bat with get your name ang- on it. I get angry when people don't want to sit and and hang after. The, uh, why am I? I'm like romanticizing about comedy clubs right now. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, good. Good man. I. I, I fucking.
1: Yeah. By the way, I don't know, like sometimes like I'll I'll say something like that. If you'd be like, you know, that may work for you, but there's other people and you're got this career. And what about me? And I'm like, I, I don't whatever you want to do. I don't I, I'm just telling you what works for me. You can absolutely hate what I do. But it's like Deion Sanders says, it's like I'm not. I don't really, it's not that I don't care about your opinion means I, I I'm dismissing you. It's just like, yeah. I can't let your opinion affect me. I, I feel like this works for me now. I feel good now. And it's interesting. I feel you ready for this. This is a weird thing. I actually want to bring this up to you because of how successful you are. So I wonder if you felt ever felt this. So I feel, you know, like I said, I got, I've always, I'm a New York guy, you know, I've radio city, the most iconic venue in New York sold out. And then the next night, the theater at Madison square garden almost sold out. So for a New Yorker, it's like, Holy shit, right? It's like, this is the pinnacle. This is what, it's beautiful to sell tickets in other cities, but hometown, that's it. That's what I'm going for. So things are going good. You know, other cities aren't as good, but New York City, the pinnacle, the dream, it's, uh, it's, uh, you can't believe it. And I feel the most connected with my family and my kids and my home life and me as a person as I ever have in the last, let's call it 10 years, but the most disconnected from comedy. But I- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm not even in the business anymore, <laughs> which I know that I am because of the shows I'm doing. But yeah. I'll say to myself, well, you sold those tickets four months ago when you were in the business. Now you're not. And yeah. and so it's this thing where I don't know like what it is. So I feel connected on one front and disconnected on another. And maybe that's just life. Maybe this is what life is, the balancing act that you'll have to only rarely will you fire on all cylinders. But I just if, said that. You, I
0: just said that to my wife. Yeah. I so said that if if I take, if I take, any time off, any time off, and right now I'm, I'm coming at the end of, f- five or seven weeks of taking off. Okay, at the that's bare,
1: significant amount of time, man.
0: It's a, it's a lot of time for for, me. for us, for guys like us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, granted, I've been podcasting, and but I yeah, have but not been on the road. The road is different. I'm doing stand up, but I'm just doing it at clubs, and mm-hmm. and uh, I said to my wife, I was I was five days my first five days off on the fifth day i said to her i uh i lost it i'm out of comedy like i'm i'm fucking i'm disconnected from comedy i don't feel like i do it wow. anymore you five days in holy shit five days into and she said to me i said I, do, I don't even feel like anyone does anyone even remember me like i mean like i feel like i I, you I, being get, serious. I was being dead serious yeah i was depressed and i was in bed now granted i also hadn't drank in five days so there's a lot probably a lot of right things going through my head and she said to me you just six days ago you were in Montreal and you won comedian of the year Mm. you just won comedian of the year yeah and I was like yeah but that was six days ago (laughs) right and she was like you're being serious like I'm being dead fucking serious right what am I doing this year like I got tickets to move in Raleigh. I got tickets to move in Atlanta. Right. I got Houston, Dallas. I got back to back Houston and Dallas. I got to move tickets there. I always am looking forward, but I think, I think that's what keeps you young. You know, Joe Paterno died like two months after he retired. And I was like, I go, I go, maybe I'm just a shark. And right. You j- I just got to swim, keep I gotta keep swimming and keep moving. And, and now that I'm about to head on, on the road, I've gotten so comfortable. I go, kind of like being on the outskirts right i don't know you know i stopped looking at people's stories because I, I always look at everyone's stories sure like, and then i just stopped because i was because it was making me depressed i was like i was like God it, man that's a big fucking theater where the fuck did when did shane do a show with fucking Chappelle? that's cool as fuck with aziz aziz was there oh wait i want to know what like in comedy i go see that's very get-
1: interesting to me that you see that stuff and even you at your level is like in a in a way comparing where you're like, how come I didn't go to Chappelle's show where it's like you can do this? Oh, no,
0: no, I, I wanted I was like, I want to hear the I love Chappelle's easily top ten, top five hangs and top two hangs in comedy yeah. you're gonna get. And I was like, and Shane was with him and I was like, fuck, I wish I'd texted Shane. I would he was with Aziz on sorry. Like, what did Shane and Aziz talk about? Because I know Chappelle likes both of them. They both got canceled. What the fuck? Like, and so I just saw that. I just saw that today. And I, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I want to get back into comedy. But then once you're in comedy, once you're in comedy, my anxiety disappears. Right. I'm just on the tour bus. Interesting. So when you have all those things,
1: when you are saying I got to move tickets and rally, I got to do this, there's not a part of your brain that's like, why do I want to like live in that pressure all the time? You look at it the opposite way and say, this is what actually gives me life.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. That's cool. It gives, it makes me, I think it keeps me young. I think it makes me. Uh, if I could fucking somehow fold health into there. Right. Because there's a little bit of this little sparkle of Tinkerbell that goes like, hey, man, you just landed off a six hour flight. Let's have cocktails on the bus. And you're like, right. wait, what are we doing? Right. I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe the little bar of mushrooms before you go to bed. Huh? Wait, I thought we were going to be healthy. Fuck that. Be healthy tomorrow. Yeah. If I could just get that under control. Right. I don't know. There's I'm a mess, Chris. No, you're not. I'm a, you're, I'm, a, I'm a mess. We
1: started in the beginning of the podcast saying this is the best you felt. No carbs or sugar is, in 30 days. Dude, you're doing my, good.
0: And my head is really clear. You haven't shit in
1: the back of your legs in months. Yeah. My shoes look tight. Your shoes are fucking my tight. My legs it's, look good. You look good. This is the healthiest I've seen. Your skin looks good. My skin looks good. You do right? look good, dude. Your
0: skin, when you you went on Rogan and you were Thank like, you. I haven't drank in like a month or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if I texted you because I may, I maybe I didn't, but man, I was like, God, he looks fucking good. Thank you. And you and, you know, some people go like, oh, fuck, dude, you stop drinking, It's no fun. I like being inspired by people that take like big change. Like they go, I'm going to change some stuff around.
1: Yeah. I don't have any rules with me where I am all this at this time and I yeah. am all this at that time. It's like even somebody, listen, if you got to get sober, not I'm not you, I'm saying yeah. in general, somebody's got to get sober and they can't touch the alcohol for 30 years for the rest of their life because they know what it does to them. Good for you. That's a strict rule. Good for you. Yeah. For me, I don't have that problem with alcohol. So it's like, if I don't drink for three months, eh, I'm not saying like I can break it right now and have a cocktail. And it's like, I'll be fine because I don't want to. I think if you're so strict with yourself and so rigid, eventually something's going to fucking snap. Well, got to be what you just
0: said. What you just said was the big. It was a moment that I had like like two days, two days, three days before I before I got started this little health kick. I said to Tom and, and I was partying mm-hmm. i was partying a lot and i said to tom what if i told you you could never have a drink again and he'd be like i don't care and i went wait hold on you don't care and he goes no i said you can never have another drink and he goes i i don't think i've had a drink in like three months and i went well you haven't had a drink in three months and he was like maybe i have i don't know i went wait you don't know and he was like no i said when was the last time you smoked pot and he was like fuck i could not tell you right. i said like a cigar and he was like yeah oh, like two weeks ago with my neighbor and i was like wait right i was like there's a world that that happens where you you don't know if you have had a drink if i haven't had a drink in three months i would argue 6.5 million people will know i will tell that <laughs> right every i'll tell that on two bears too I'll, I'll say it every podcast i'm on you will know i have not had a drink in 75 days i will tell that to everyone right it'll be on my instagram feed I will do a promo video right. about it. You will, I will be selling it. I will do, I, everyone will know. Right. And I was like, wow, that was a cool thing for me to hear. Cause like.
1: Yeah. But, but maybe there. like, for me, I, I agree. I'm more like with Tom. Like if you told me I can never have alcohol again, I would be like, I would be like, I could deal with that. If you told me I can never have muffins again. Now it's a little bit like, I don't know that I can live, but so the same power alcohol has over you muffins have over me, but it's true. It's funny, but it's true. So it's like people want to go all in and be like, I'm better than you because I don't drink. It's like, well, that's just not your vice. It's not your thing. Something else is your thing that you don't give a fuck about. You can't fuck
0: chicks on the road. What kind of fucking waitresses? Yeah. Yeah, I got to start fucking guys. (laughs) I'm not gay. Um, Dude, I love you to death. I love you. You're the fucking best. You really are the best. I'm really glad. Out of all the things I'm happy for, I'm happy I started a podcast because I got to know, yeah. legit got to know dudes like you.
1: Yeah. I, I think love you're you.
0: You're so fucking talented. I love you. But you're, do- so mo- you're so fun to just hang with.
1: Yeah, I love you. And, and um, I love you, man. And I love you. And I fucking know you're not wearing underwear. And you know I mean it. I do know you mean it. I, I do. really do know you mean it. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I don't think you say stuff
0: to us like that's just like, oh, I'm just saying it to be nice. I'm like, you genuinely mean that. We could all feel that. I'm going to listen to the 1975 tonight, I'm going to smoke a joint. And sit on my back porch and listen to the 1975. I
1: want you to listen to the 1975 and wreck that toilet bowl.
0: I'm going to fucking light it up. I want you to light it up. I'm going to tag the 1975 and you know they won't get shitting on the back of your legs.
1: Actually, they will. I thought that they were like guys that were like emo. No, they are like us. They have minds. They're fucking fun dudes to like talk to. They're like Rufus Wainwright's a
0: pussy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) hundred percent, dude. They know. They, They talk wild
0: shit. They talk wild shit. They do. It's fun. I love that the guy came out and he's like, first of all, I'm a fucking fan. Okay, yeah. like I know who you are. I like you, man. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fuck it, dude. The lead singer in 1975 will just, he's not even gay. He'll just randomly bring a guy on stage and make out with him in front of 10,000 people for real for no reason. They did, they, they banned well, him from Malaysia. That was my
0: opening bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> they banned, banned him, him
1: in Malaysia because of that. They threw, they had to like escape Malaysia because really? he was just fucking making out with dudes. And the, I'm like, yeah, I like that guy. Well, I know what I'll be Googling tonight. Yeah, <laughs> front row seats.
0: Fuck yeah. yeah. All right, have a great love day. You, weekend. Love you, baby. Thank you, too. bubs.
1: Okay. Oh.